This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, Sega announces the epic return of Takayuki Yagami in the upcoming sequel, Lost Judgment. We talk about the trailer as well as my thoughts on the PS5 version of the first game. We also talk about a game company that thought it was a good idea to make a calculator app for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's going to get them a lot of sales there. Funimation announces an anime based on the upcoming Bandai Namco game Scarlet Nexus, and I give an update to my playthrough with Monster Hunter Rise and compare it to the playthrough with the God Eater series. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. again everybody and welcome back to another episode of select start i am your host xavier josiah hope everybody's having a great week especially all you fully vaccinated people who can now go outside without wearing a mask or indoors as well in certain places this is going to be an interesting thing to see um these new changes happen and who's going to apply to what the president and cdc says so we'll see but nonetheless that's we uh have come across some really good news this week and that's awesome so i i've not been wearing a mask since I got fully vaccinated and I, you know, the two week period was over. So it's been feeling great to breathe normal air again, but I digress. We got some gaming news to talk about, and this is going to be a one segment show because lo and behold, I was going to actually review a game this week, but it just turns out that I didn't like it so much that on the first playthrough i was just like no I'm, it's not even working i'll still talk about it it's surprisingly it's based on a fan favorite series that everybody likes uh ruby which came out uh yesterday it was the definitive version that came uh a f- definitive edition i should say now this came out i believe like around 2016 and you know people liked the game people thought it was cool uh i played it uh it was kind of, it was really let me put it like this i've never played i never purchased a game and didn't like it so much that i even de- deleted it immediately the first day <laughs> that's how much i that's what i thought about that game because i thought that i was expecting a little bit more and you know shout out to whoever heavily edited the trailer to that game because they made it seem like it was an epic type of gameplay well here's the thing i will give points to the fact that it does look great the the control scheme is what you would expect on a hack and slash game but it is so hollow and shallow of a game and i thought that you would think that this game would have had some form of you know storytelling because it's based on an actual series no i felt like they were you could tell this game was heavily budgeted it was it, i mean it was a low budget for this game they only can afford to make this game look like the game look like the series but they couldn't do they didn't have any cutscenes in there they had voice actors in there from the series but 
instead of what they did in terms of story mode is that instead of doing actual cgi cutscenes or you know cutscene or real-time cutscenes or whatever like that or just images of cutscenes they wind up just allowing you to play through these tedious stages that you just play through and the gameplay is not that fluid or fun to play like it, it i i can't they don't give you a tutorial on what is what and what's going on and what you're doing the map alone I, you know it's funny i'm actually giving a review right now if you really think about it the map alone is basically non-existent and i mean it shows you it shows you little beaker beacons of where to go little you know symbols of where to go some of the time but other times you don't know if you're going in the right direction there's no rule the navigation just plain sucks at this so it, it it just seems like a tedious go at it and if even for multiplayer this cannot be that fun and I decided to just skim through and look at YouTube clips and see if like there actually is a story mode here because I've started playing through different like the, at the third level and I'm like okay when does the story start to come in where's the narrative come in it's like they're kind of talking but they're not uh and they're just trying to progress the story I, I feel like they just this was more of a cash grab type of thing for fans for them to give to fans and all this stuff i felt like they could have done a lot more i know this game was like 20 bucks when it first came out but the definitive edition was 30 and basically what they did was they um gave you all of the dlc for the past three years from what i read in the information and so you get all the dlc skins for it but other than that it's just like a, it's the 1999 game that people have played and i've there's some people who actually like the game me i didn't let me tell you if a game is that bad to me that i felt or disappointing to me that you know upon playing it the first day and i don't think i've ever done this i don't recall i remember ever doing this i immediately deleted off my uh <laughs> my switch like it's a it's a digital so i immediately deleted it all i was just that disappointed about it so honestly you could technically give this a review it's really nothing to this is nothing there's no in-depth form of gameplay or content in this game that warrants a full review but honestly if the fact that i deleted it immediately off out of disappointment one can say that this is a f game for me <laughs> i was just completely disappointed i mean shout out to the graphics and all the stuff i mean they did a great job it looks like the characters but it's something really lacking about that game like i played fate stay estella um you know that which is not the best hacker slash dynasty warrior like game but it's definitely better than what they have here you know they have a bit of a story mode or dialogue so i'll give them credit for putting effort there there are other games like dynasty warrior hacker slash games out there that are way better than this this i don't even though it's 20 bucks i don't think it's worth 20 bucks because you're going to be disappointed if you feel like you wanted to be immersed in the characters that you like from rooster teeth's popular series and it really doesn't give you that much fanfare and it towards it so yeah uh i i would skip this i would really skip that game it's 30 like i said it's 29.99 and only because it's like you know if you scratch the ten dollars it's the full game what they consider a full game and then there is the dlc so i mean to that extent yes it is worth 30 bucks because of what they're providing in there However, just overall, it's just not good. It's just like probably a rare or first time I give a game an 
Now, I don't think it's the first time I ever ever gave, gave a game a grade of enough, but this is one of those rare times. This game gets enough for me. Like I, the fact that I deleted the first day says enough. So that's why I don't technically have a review, but I just gave her a review right now, people. So there you have it. Don't get Ruby. <laughs> you, unless you unless you like the game when you when it came out on 2016 and you want to play it again, that's on you. But if you're looking for something with some fanfare for that series, uh, it's I'll tell you what. Play the Blaze Blue cross tag team battle because that has the characters from Ruby on there and that provides a better presentation than what the Ruby game does. The Ruby game will disappoint you. Cross uh, Blaze Blue cross tag battle much better and it involves the characters from from uh ruby in there as well as pasana and blaze blue and a few other uh games as well so yeah go get that that was worth the money that is worth the money and the gameplay is a lot of fun there so let's talk about what i want to really talk about because i am extremely excited i've you know i've recently just come across the ps5 version of the game that i reviewed a while back known as judgment and here we are sega announces a new trailer for the upcoming sequel i was wondering if they were going to follow up with this series not only are they following up with this series but globally is all going to release at at the same time i am extremely excited because of all the yakuza games that i like oddly it's the spinoff game that i feel like is my favorite and i love yakuza 6 I love some of the other Yakuza games that I beat. I, I love uh, Kiryu, but man, Takayuki Yagami is my dude. Like he is to me, it he is like the Han of Fast and the Furious. Like Han is my favorite character in Fast and the Furious, like bar none. He's the reason why I really got into the series. Tokyo Drift it was kind of the you know movie that brought me in, but it was Han that really brought me because his character was just the coolest dude like this is the dude that just the ultimate you know wingman for you you know this cool dude with a little bit of richard gear you know suave tool <laughs> you know he's and just always calm and cool and i can't wait to find out how the hell he's, he's still alive but takayuki yagami is also kind of that type of dude he kind of has he's he's han mixed with terry bogart to me <laughs> in some cases or even kiryu i let me see if i had to put him his personality together it'd be han from fast and the furious it'd be i want to say i could easily say kiyu because of the jacket but no he's more like terry bogart uh to be in in, in those two mixes you know with phoenix right <laughs> and you add all that together that's takayuki yagami to me uh but he became one of my favorite characters in the Yakuza universe period of the dragon engine universe, I should say. Um, and I am excited about this because the last game was so awesome. And this one looks like it's going to just top it in every way. So let's talk about the trailer real quick. The trailer starts in the courtroom where there's a hearing in there for the defendant, uh, Akihiro Ahara, uh, Ihara, who is suspected of a murder of a man who murdered members of his family or even or I, I wouldn't say murder his family he was pretty much um he manipulated him into he drove him into you know into suicide pretty much um as the judge is beginning to close the case he asks is there anything that left to be added uh akihiro begins to acknowledge that about three years 
of three days ago, there was a body that turned up in Yokohama. He tells them uh, that there's a body there that belongs to the man, to a guy named uh, Hiro Mibashiba, uh, or Mikashiba, I believe, who uh, four years ago drove his son to commit suicide. While he, and he says this, he says this like very, like, like a sociopath, he has no remorse. He has no care for this guy. While he is saying this, they show a clip uh, with the authorities unraveling the decomposed body with maggots and flies swarming around it. Uh, Ihara goes on to say uh, that Mikashiba was never prosecuted and the law let him down. And by letting him walk away, the system is indeed broken. It, tell us something we don't know. Um, we then see our hero, Takayuki uh, Yagami, who is talking with uh, Sari uh, Shirosaki, uh, who is hiring him to find out who is the real person behind Mikashiba's murder. We then see uh, Shirosaki and Yagami talking with uh, Ihara about the murders as he abruptly walks away with no remorse of Mikashiba's de horrific death. We also see a woman that may be involved uh, involved with the murder in a sense that she knows about the people involved. She's been, you know, she's known them since they were in school and stuff like that. So there's, you know, there's going to be somewhat of a connection and uh, plot to that as well. Keto returns. Keto is uh, Yagami's right hand man and, and former Yakuza uh, member as well. Uh, Keto then shows Yagami footage of Mika uh, Shiba's murder, which apparently went viral online and on the social media and everything is oh, God is horrific. Uh, possibly the most cringing scene in this entire trailer is where Yagami Keto Jester, who also returns in Higashi, who also returns played by my man, Steve Bloom, um, are in a room where something or someone, I should say, they know has been killed. And this, this right there is going to, is going to, until September comes, this is going to, it's going to irk me because I got a feeling they're going to kill off one of the actual characters in the show. Not the main characters that you see in here because, you know, the, the whole crew, Yagami, Kido, Jester, and uh, Higashi from the first game are all like a tight crew now. But there's also uh, Sari. There's also her, um, the other the other lawyers in, in, in the agency now. So I, I think it may be one of them because it has to be somebody that Yagami knows. Oh... I mean, God, it could be anybody. There's a few characters in the first game that Yagami is really tight with that I think is going to be the one going to be the one to sacrifice here because this led to um, this. This is leading you to believe it is somebody is a, a character from the show. Yagami is in complete and utter distrust as he is trying to hold in an emotion, but it fails as he is screaming in agony. And I mean, oh, my goodness, this is going to be so epic we also see um a possible yakuza member whisper in yagami's ear telling him that he wouldn't even see it coming uh, apparently not if he's crying in agony over there over somebody that he knows that is dead so another clip shows another woman ready to torture yagami another um yakuza member ready to torture yagami as well so there's a whole new you know uh group that's going to be involved here we also see a, the gang 
ready to take out that army of Yakuza as well. So it's it, a lot of just clips was just going on from this trailer. But the best part about it all was the date. Lost Judgment, the sequel to the first Judgment game, will arrive globally on September 24th, 2021. I cannot wait. Let me tell you, of all the games that I've played last year, Judgment was probably one of my favorites, and it is becoming my favorite again because I am now playing the PS5 version of the game, uh, which is a it's not a huge up, you know, upgrade in terms of um, in terms of uh, like total reface or cosmetic purposes as well it's just a faster process game um it does have a little bit of a, it's you know there are some noticeable changes in there in terms like as far as loading uh which is the first noticeable thing there's virtually any loading time you can easily just you can you can it'll load to the other uh scene before you even inhale <laughs> that's how fast it is uh character models appear to be clearer or brighter but you know there's always even a ps4 version this is the thing about the ps4 and the ps5 ps4 was very powerful and people fail to forget that um graphically it was very powerful but this this uh it, judgment was a very powerfully graphic game ps5 version doesn't really show that much of it because it was already there it just what it did is just it fil it filtered in some brighter you know uh filters to it uh so it's now it's clear and brighter whereas the other old one was kind of smoky and, and and shady looking uh which i i really like i thought it was a i thought it was an artistic uh you know decision that they made frame rate is improved in here as well uh in yagami's office that's so far that's the only difference that i've seen major difference that i've seen here is that in yagami's office if you guys remember there is there was a pinball machine in the ps4 version well the ps5 version now there's a arcade cab that plays outrun in place of the machine from the original so i'm hoping that is not just outrun i'm hoping that i be i can be able to play other games as well in there uh the dual sense controllers improve improves in its uh movement especially during the qte mini games which i absolutely love um also the best part about it all because i was joking with uh one of my uh guys from the acmg facebook group uh when we were talking about it during the trailer and everything now that i was because i didn't know this at the time i was like the only thing that bugs me about this game is that we don't have all of the dlc that they provided like the the ones where you, they give yagami like special street fighter like powers or whatever like that and lo and behold he informs me that yeah you do have it and if you go into his mailbox in front of his office you'll get a nice little prize okay this was awesome because they lowered the price of the game yet they gave you everything like i mean when i say everything they gave you all of the DLC that was in the original game. So, I mean, in some cases, if you played the original game and paid all that DLC, you could go two ways about it. You could be really mad because you paid all that in the PS4, but you know, you got it from the PS5, but then you can also take it as you got all this, you got all this stuff for free because you've already paid for it. And all you're paying for is the new game experience. Um, this is one of those games, unfortunately, that is not a free upgrade to the PS4. I mean, to the PS5, you're going to have to pay for, out of the pocket for this one. Um, 
which is about like 40 bucks but at the same time if you're new to the judgment series this is a steal because all of that content equals out to at least by the time you finish it's way over a hundred dollars so you're getting a steal you're getting the the power set that he gets you get the dresses for the women that he dates in there you get all of these different uh draw drone um models and everything i mean you get everything it is so awesome it is absolutely awesome that they gave all the way gave up all of this stuff so you can have a better experience with the game i'm also going into the game and doing stuff that i didn't do the first time around too so you know and i am also progressing through the game quickly because i understand and know what's going on and because that i'm enjoying it so much i it just makes me it, it reminds me of why i love this game so freaking much okay um i never talked about this before when i first reviewed the game but I, as a person who understands Alzheimer's and dementia related type of situations, because, um, before I want to say before, because I, you know, when I, when I started this show, I was working in an office at the time. Uh, and I left around like 2015. I think I left that office to do about this all on my own period. Um, but I worked for the Alzheimer's association for about 10 years. So within 10 years, I have a understanding of Alzheimer's and dementia related situations and symptoms. And the focus on Alzheimer's in this game was nothing short of spectacular. Like I'm surprised, like normally the funny thing is, is that whenever, and I, of course I didn't work for the, I, I left the, I left that company. I left the nonprofit along like, by the time this game came out but normally when there is a situation involving alzheimer's um not only just the alzheimer's association but companies from a marketing and pr standpoint they would you know if they find out that something is focusing heavily on alzheimer's or dementia related type of situations they put a light on it and put it on on a marquee because if it's telling especially really intricate and accurate information regarding and if you're putting a and you're putting a big focus on it they want to put it into light they put pr on it real quick because that's something that they want to do now this game it doesn't start off that way but the plot gets deeper and deeper and deeper and if i, I i'm sorry i am spoiling a i'm not really spoiling it in the sense of letting you know um who done it per se because that is a whole type of situation in itself there's a whole thing but it does tend to delve into the understanding and knowledge of alzheimer's there's one section of the game that totally focus on the understanding of alzheimer's and they actually do take their time to explain about dementia and alzheimer's and everything and everything that goes on with it and i was so as a person who learned about the disease and also knew people with the disease and lost people along the way of my 10 years at that place i felt very comfortable that sega was taking the responsibility to not only use this as a plot line for their game but also make it accurate and it just made this game so much more important and so much more serious dare i say this is i mean judgment the whole yakuza series alone could be argued as possibly the best sega game series of all time to me for me personally judgment at this time is one of the best sega games um bar none i mean i just enjoyed it just 
just from character, um, just the character aspect, the character development aspect of uh, Takayuki, uh, Takayuki Yagami and just everything about it and the character, the, the sub characters up there as well and the story just to everything about it like this has just been a hell of an experience and i'm enjoying enjoying it all over again in such a way that it's like i have such an appreciation for this game I, it's like when i play the game again when i start to play again more and more it's harder for me to get out <laughs> because it's so good and then the voice acting on top of that it's awesome you know the voice acting consisting of three people that i had the pleasure of interviewing in the past fred tattashore steve bloom and yuri lowenthal who are all in the game as well and um just some and along with some other phenomenal talent it's just an all-star studded cast in here and it was the first it was absolutely the first yakuza game to ever have an english cast and the second one is going to have the same english cast as the rest as well i am ready for this this is going to be awesome um if you haven't checked out judgment yet uh, now is the time, especially if you own a PS5, because the PS5 version is out. It is ready. It'll get you ready and hooked for September. I highly recommend it if you like detective series, if you like some really good storyline. And if you want to know how to ease your way into the Yakuza series, this game is the one. I, and, and because if you're not a fan of RPG, Yakuza Like a Dragon may not be a kick. That I like Yakuza Like a Dragon, even though it is turn-based. Um, and I have to tolerate the whole turn-based thing, but they make it at least fun to tolerate again. And I got to play the PS5 version all over again because you, they, for some reason, didn't allow you to transfer your information. So I'm like, I don't feel like wanting to start all over again with that yet. So I'm, I'm just not going to play that as of yet. I'm going to play that down the line or, uh, later on. But Yakuza Like a Dragon, if you like turn-based fighting and turn-based battle systems, you know, that's a good, that's a great, great, great game for you. It was one of, it was nominated for one of the best games of uh, last year and definitely, but if you really want an action pack, you know, game, you know, some really cool moves and some really other special uh, things as well going on, but a really great story driven plot judgment is your game. $30, well, $40 right now on the PS5. Go out of your way to check it out. So what else is out there? Funimation. Funimation here. Uh, one of my favorite anime streaming networks has done it again. Now, they have um, been coming out with constant new content for their streaming network, um, especially video game wise as well. Um, the World Ends With You, which I'll be reviewing uh, when, it's, when it's all said and done, when all the episodes is out, I'm just going to wait because I want to watch it in its entirety and enjoy it and see how close to it as I, I watched the first episode but i want to wait to watch it all and i want to see how close to the actual video game is it in there and you know all of the great things that happen with that game so down the line on a not on select start but on the prime show i'm going to review that but also coming soon another bandai namco uh, well, that's Square Enix, actually, by the way. But I say another Bandai Namco game because God Eater was also a anime that um, was based on a video game series that they came out with. But now there's another Bandai Namco series coming out based on a game that hasn't even arrived yet. And that's saying a lot. There's a lot of investment in this new game that they've been advertising since the uh, PS5 has been premiering. It is Scarlet Nexus. Funimation announces a Scarlet Nexus series. The popular anime streaming network revealed that this summer... We will see an anime based on the upcoming game uh, set for game consoles in June. 
This series, I believe, is coming out in July, and I have the actual date, but we'll talk about that in just a second. The series is from the trailer that I watched. The series is set in 2020. Wow. Where humanity was attacked by mysterious creatures called others. Now, I know when people see this trailer and they read off the subtitles there, you kind of want to, you know, you kind of want to change others to Corona so bad. You do want to say Corona. <laughs> um, so the series is set in 2020 where humanity was attacked by mysterious creatures called others that came from the sky and now is in the brink of extinction in a city where information is managed and people uh, people's minds are connected to one another a team of sonics known as the scarlet guardians is formed to defeat the others uh this series is coming on july 1st which is probably just a few days from uh what is it it's just a few days from uh scarlet nexus which i believe is like the 25th of june uh so that's gonna be interesting and trust me when i saw this trailer i immediately i already said i was gonna get this game but then i saw this saw that they have a trailer to the to the game that hasn't been coming out and that just you I, I tell you this i've rarely seen a situation where they have an anime series coming out directly up you know with the game it's rarely done and I, I can't recall the last time i've ever seen it being done actually either so to me it's like okay they're making an anime based on a series this game hasn't even come out yet and they already have an anime series for it which means they're putting a lot of bank into this game uh that's just my prediction i could be wrong about this i would could be very wrong and disappointed if that's the fact but i highly doubt it because they've been bandai namco has been hyping this game since last year as one of the games you need to look out for for the ps5 one of the reasons why you need to get a ps5 game now all right i will also say this bandai namco has also had some disappointments before too so i wouldn't also put all my eggs in one batch to per se in this case because they have had times where you would get excited for a game jump force and all of a sudden you get this game and it's not all that is cracked up to be and you know there you have it but i feel like they're putting such an emphasis in this game that i feel like they're putting a lot of money into this there's a lot of investment in this game unlike other games that they had prior to so i'm i'm actually intrigued and excited about this game i i will be i hope that this game is as great as it looks it has a bit of a god eater type of vibe to it so that's the other thing um game bandai namco is known for making some really good games some fun games games with great control schemes great uh graphics character design stuff like that um i'm really hoping that this is one of those times I, I swear to goodness, because if all of this comes about and it doesn't work, I'm look, I, I don't know what to say. Bandai Namco, you, Bandai Namco has a really good hit and miss record. I can say this, but nonetheless, man, I am. I'm excited about this. I am fully excited and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So June 1st, it's coming out. I believe I'm sorry. July 1st is coming out. June 25th is when the actual game is should arrive uh should arrive 
so hopefully it all comes out and it all works out and it, the story is also supposed to be a deeper focus into the series as well so we're gonna not only uh learn more about the game but the characters as well as involved so a heavy narrative in here and i'm all for it so you know kudos to them you know what i'm not excited about the fact that somebody felt it was a game company felt it was a good idea to add a calculator app for the nintendo switch and then charge you for it okay this company which i'm looking at it right now because i took a picture of this i believe they call seblek i believe it's called either way this game i don't know if you, i don't even know if this case or if they're a game company to be honest um i've never seen anything from this company before they have a scientific calculator that they're putting up on a nintendo switch now my thing is why did they think it was going to be a good idea to put a calculator on a nintendo switch and even furthermore why do they think people want to use a calculator on a nintendo switch like no joke the, for everybody who owns a nintendo switch even if you're a kid even if it's a kid who owns a nintendo switch nine chances out of ten they have their own smartphone their smartphones have a calculator app on there by default why are we looking to use the nintendo switch for a calculator even if it's a scientific calculator most apps have scientific calculators this makes no sense and then on top of that they're trying to charge 9.99 for this now if this thing did something special like it had some special bells and whistles and, and and gimmick to it that like you know you could see zelda if you get the equation right or if you you know some type of, that's one thing like if nintendo did a calculator i knew it would be it would be awesome because they would add some type of fun element involving their characters this is as generic of a calculator as you could possibly get it's a calculator uh it's a scientific calculator with a clear to easy to read multi-line display which i think they're using to capitalize on you know the touchscreen features all right i kind of get that and all but like honestly like seriously nobody's nobody wants a calculator for <laughs> i won't say nobody there's always going to be somebody i feel like and i hate to do this i hate to stereotype but i feel like this is like somebody's mom who <laughs> this, i feel like this is somebody's mom who felt it was a good idea to put a calculator in the in, in in the um nintendo switch i will only get you a nintendo switch if you if you do your math and you would use the calculator this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen in all of the eShop that I've ever seen. Like, I, no, we don't need a count. We have, I got so many places that I can find a calculator these days. It, it ain't funny. <laughs> like, just, just I, I, you know, I, I, it, I, I it's, I'm, I'm perplexed. <laughs> I can't even come up with the right words for it, but it'll be interesting to see where that goes. That just, people, oh, what the hell? So. <laughs> oh my goodness um so other news i wanted to talk about right now i'm just gonna skip over that it's just go on it go on the nintendo eShop. it's just there if you get it let me know I, you're just gonna be paying ten dollars for something that you already have in your smartphone that's i'm just saying, for free for free for that matter most you could get like dozens of calculator apps for free on your smartphone 
with a I want to say a better touchscreen, but a with just as good of a touchscreen as you could get. So to each your own. <laughs> so um, I'm doing something right now that's just very interesting. As you guys know, I have the new TalkTimeLive.com website on there, and oh, that's available now. You can see it now. It's brand spanking new, new and improved. So many great features on there. We talked about it before, the new search engine for the podcast section, um, a section for the video interviews that I've done, uh, some media out, you know, pages and everything. And I'm also doing a blog, which I'm preparing right now because what I'm doing is my first game uh, review. Not more like a review, but my game blog, uh, which if you give me a sec, I'll go on here right now. Because I'm doing, I'm going to be doing a series of different blo uh, blogs here, and the first one is going to be based on a blog that I'm calling the Retro Replay Rundown, uh, which is just going to pretty much give you a look back at some games and some of my favorite games that I thought was really awesome, uh, you know, some top tens or whatever like that. So it'll be some extra content there. Right now, what I'm doing, my first blog that I'm going to be covering is based on the Platinum Game series. Series, a series of games based on platinum games. Um, if you don't know who those guys is, you've probably played and you probably played some of their games before. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Revengeance is one of them, which is the game I'm playing right now, thanks to the, the PS Now. So, because they, you know, the game was out on a PS3 and they never ported a PS4 version for some stupid reason. Well, a lot of it being because there was a lot of mixed reviews about it. Not being one of them is the gameplay aspect of it. It was just the, the over the top weirdness about the game that I think people were thrown off of because they were expecting a Metal Gear Phil, you know, theme. It said this was kind of like more like Metal Gear meets Devil May Cry, which, you know, Platinum Games have had also experienced the people behind Platinum Games, I believe, were behind some of the Devil May Cry games. They're behind Bayonetta, uh, Transformers, um, Devastation, which is one of my all-time favorite Transformer games, I'll tell you that. Then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Legend of Korra, they've done a um, Astral Chains for the Switch, which is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be just running down some of my favorite Platinum games, but I felt like I, you know, going back and playing Metal Gear Solid Revengeance, and it's now looking back after all these years and playing that game again, which, by the way, is so funny because playing, playing uh, games from the PS3, on the PS Now, because the other game I'm also uh, the first game I played too was um, Azora's Wrath, which is the Capcom game that they uh, have on there. That also was out for the PS3, and they never reported it back. So all of the games from the PS3, as great as they look, the only reason why they look outdated is because they're they weren't done in like 1080p. They're more like 720 or whatnot so or even less than that so it kind of looks like the games kind of look like you know a lot of kids don't understand this but uhf if if you were grew up in my if you grew up in the 80s like i did and some to some extent some of those who grew up in the 70s we had vhf and we had uhf and there were two different stations vhf played the national uh, networks uhf played the local networks UHF had was, you know, in terms of resolution, there was no such thing as uh, 188 or 360p or 720p or 480 or um, or even 1080 or even 4K. There was no such thing as that. We've never we 
we barely got the DVD back then um, to the digital stage, but it looks like that in comparison now. It still looks awesome, but it just it, it's it's very muddy looking now because now especially because you're playing it on a 4K TV or something like that now. So I, I find it be very interesting indeed. But I'm playing it right now, but I am also enjoying it because it's just over the so over the top. It is so over the top right now. But you know, looking back at it, I, I knew why people were upset. But I think if they played it again, I think they would, you know, I think they would give it a chance now more. But, you know, it, I find it to be fun. I was never really a big Metal Gear Solid guy, even though I did beat Metal uh, Snake Eater. And I believe Sons of Liberty, I, I actually beat when it was on the PSP because I said it was just one of those games that like I'm not a big fan of those games, but it's such a popular game. At least I want to say that I actually beat the game. I didn't enjoy it as much beating it, beating those two games, but I like the story elements. Story elements was awesome. I'm, I'm not a big fan of stealth. And all that jazz and everything too in fact when if you watch any gameplay of me on you know playing metal gear solid i suck at stealth like i'm like just screwed you see me i'm coming at you <laughs> so and some in some parts of the game they do force you to do it metal snake eater it was so damn intense because you don't have any of the tech that you're used to having so you have to you got to survive without the tech into the jungle and all this stuff it was just crazy but i you know I, for what it's worth i did enjoy him from a storyline standpoint um so metal gear solid revengeance with raiden was my was more my speed much like you know uh, judgment is with the yakuza series or compared to yakuza like a dragon um so i am I am enjoying the game right now, but I'm going to be playing some other platinum games too and just, you know, writing down about that. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be on talktimelive.com's blog uh, section under the retro uh, under the retro replay rundown. So stay tuned for that and much, much more. I still got to come up with a logo for that as well, but I'll, that's not going to take too long. So uh, I, I just know that there's going to be some other games coming up soon as well that i'm going to talk about maybe some of the best wrestling games that i've ever played some of the, um you know based on certain genres or whatever like that so you'll have some content to read on there as well but nonetheless go out of your way to check out talktimelive.com just so much to appreciate so much love i got so much uh so some really great feedback on the cosmetic of the gate of the um website and how easy to navigate through it and everything like i said the podcast is awesome in a sense of it's easy to you know be able to listen to find the actual uh, shows that you want uh, on the search engine you go into the search engine you just type in select start it'll pop up all those select start shows if you want talk time live exclusive interviews you hit ttl exclusive and it pops up right there and not only that but i also added a new page as well the guest of Talk Time Live exclusive, which also shows all of the people who's ever appeared on Talk Time Live. All the lists from artists, from actors, game developers and representatives of game and uh, companies, artists, recording artists, and other great guests as well. So, you know, go out of your way and check it out there. So last bit of news, uh, or, last, or not even news, last thing I want to talk about here is my update on my Monster Hunter Rise uh, playthrough. So since we last talked, I already, you know, did a rundown and I, I'm here to say like this game, 
I'm fully in. Monster Hunter Rise is the game that brought me in. I, I absolutely enjoy this game. I dare say I do love this game. Um, it's not perfect in a sense, but I am enjoying everything. I made it all the way up to the five star, uh, which is really, really hard <laughs> to get through. Um, the only thing I would say that I don't love about the game is the grind. The grind, and this is because of one reason. Blame Bandai Namco because they came out with a game called God Eater, which in fact, yes, much to some of my ACMG members' um, belief, is a clone of God of Monster Hunter. But what they do is that they they straight they they focus on the and um, what is it? How can I say this? They accentuate the positives of the uh based on the negatives of monster hunter so basically what they do they capitalize on a lot of the streams it, god eater is a lot it, it's it's has some of the same core gameplay aspects as monster hunter but without the grind so if you're looking for certain materials that you're looking for it's much easier to find it's and they provide a lot more for you to find i think they looked at monster hunter and say like okay i don't like this grind factor of it Let's give our let's give our gamers a little bit more for their you know for their efforts, and they do. So if you want certain materials, they're not gonna you're not gonna just get one or two. You're gonna get a little bit more of the material that you need to craft and forge uh, weapons or craft you know um, gear or whatever like that or, or clothes or whatever. It makes it much much better to do that. Now I will say that Monster Hunter's ninja selections are really good. I love. The, the look of the game i love the gameplay i even now like and tolerate the fact that i am fighting these monsters without a gauge which was one of my biggest pet peeves before for some reason now i am i'm not bothered by that as much as i used to be that was one of my biggest pet peeves i'm like when am i going to be able to stop when am i going to be able to beat this game this game has no pause but it now does have a it has a pause and there's just weirdly you got to weirdly pause it uh in a way that you just hit the home button on the plate on a, um on the uh what is it, the home uh the home button on a nintendo switch and it just comes back up or you could go into it manually and pause it there now doing it manually kind of almost hurts you in a sense you got to make sure that you, there's no monsters in your way that is going to knock you off and deplete your energy but it, it's kind of tedious how you got to go out of it i believe monster hunter they there's some extent they does um does that too i believe it's been a while since i played a, uh, i mean a god eater game it's been a while since i played god eater but i believe they have something similar to that nature too but overall i do love monster hunter rise i've even finally played online with people and um it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun to play i have heavily enjoyed it uh i, I again my only dilemma like i said last week was that um or the last episode at least was that it didn't have too many dlc that can benefit or fa uh, favor for people of color uh unless you're unless you're from east indian you know region it, it, you can totally totally you know make it some really cool stuff otherwise if you're like black like me you just gotta you got like a buzz cut <laughs> that's pretty much it there's there's like no locks or any of that type or anything in there so eh, it is what it is but nonetheless, man, uh, I am very much enjoying it. It is awesome to play through. I love 
um, going through it. I love being able to create different buddies and hiring them and, you know, doing all types of things. So um, the gameplay is much better. I am fully in on Monster Hunter Rise. Like I said before last week, this is a game for people who are hesitant about playing Monster Hunter. Uh, this will ease you right in. Perfect. And I didn't give it a great last time, but I think I've played it enough to give it a game, uh, give it a grade now. So uh, officially, I would give this game. I, you know, honestly, I got it. I got it. I, I, as much as I talk about the grind and everything, regardless, the game is really good. Um, if anything, I give it an A minus because there are some things that I feel that God Eater capitalizes on from this game that they do better. But credit to them from a graphic standpoint, the fact that they finally added a story element to it. The rampage mode is awesome. Um, the buddy system is great. I love the cutscenes that go on in there. Um, they did a really good job. Now it's you know the storyline, the story to the game is not as immersed or in depth as God Eater, but it's still something. It is. It, it gives you a narrative or something to work with, and it's all good. So overall, it's an incredible game. A minus for me. It's all. It's all there. I am very, very, very pleased with what they did with this now again i'm a fan of ninjas and the ninja theme is just right up my alley so you know go anyway check it out but also i would say if you still don't like uh monster hunter i still say get god eater god eater is even more of a way easy way it's a prerequisite i could i should say to playing monster hunter like monster hunter rise is the easy way to get in i would say start with god eater first because it gives you an idea of what you're going to be doing in monster hunter but then go into monster hunter rise and just go at it but you know i would say if if i can if i would say who gives me more bang for my buck i honestly say monster hunter fans are gonna hate me for this but guy eater still kind of does it for me in a way that it's the, the the less grind factor to me is great i i do like the less grind factor and the fact that there's m way more character development in god eater than it ever is in any monster hunter game all three God Eater games provide so much awesome uh, story development and, and you know, um, character development area. It ain't funny. It's it's really awesome. Yeah, if you haven't played God Eater yet, go out of your way. I've reviewed that ages ago, but it is a very good series. And they also have an anime out. So if you honestly watch the anime first, then find a way you find your way into the game. There's so many ways to do it. So Capcom, I know you have an anime for Monster Hunter. But it's more for Monster Hunter stories, I believe, man. Go out of your way to get a Monster Hunter anime out and then create some type of narrative for that because we need it. Do not watch the Monster Hunter movie, the live action one by Paul W.S. Anderson. Do not because it will rid your it, it, you will totally not want to play the game. Also, folks, that will do it for this episode of Select Start. I hope you guys enjoy yourself. I hope you enjoy the show. I hope you enjoy every show that we do on Talk Time Live, even the Talk Time Live extras right here, even our exclusive interviews, which, by the way, later this month, a few days from now, maybe in about two weeks, Amanda C. Miller is coming to Talk Time Live exclusive for her third appearance, I should say. Uh, she is the voice of Sailor Jupiter. She is the voice of Joe from Kid Cosmic, one of my favorite shows and on Netflix, I should say, and uh, the coming soon, the 
uh, Sailor Moon movie is coming out. So we'll be talking about that as much more and much, much more. Um, we also have this Sunday, which I'm going to review the final season of Castlevania, which is on Netflix right now. So you can check it out. I want to talk about some Knives Out 2 uh, news because I love the first movie. Very excited about what they're doing with the second movie. We got to talk about that Venom 2 trailer. So we're going to do that. And the Mickey Rourke discussion that has come up all of a sudden. So we have all that and much, much more to talk about as well. I will say that in June, um, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out whether I'm going to be doing shows for the uh, for the show in the first couple weeks of June, because I will be reentering the metaverse coming soon. They just announced it yesterday. Um, Sailor Moon, Dr. Stone. And that time I got reincarnated as a slime. All the new animes that this person right here will be involved with. So um, definitely go out of your way to go into findthemetaverse.com to learn more about those panels that will be coming out. Also, the Sailor Moon trivia that will be coming out as well. So stay tuned for all that and much, much more. We will be having a very good time doing those shows. Uh, so I'm just debating whether I am going to be doing those shows, um, doing those shows plus doing a show might be too much for me. Maybe I'm not sure. We'll play it by ear. So, but if not, I may do the show either way, you're still going to be able to see me and host and do what I do. Um, if I'm not going to do the podcast here, uh, in the first couple weeks of June, go to find the metaverse.com for repops metaverse series. I will be hosting that. So go over there, check it out. And, uh, you could go out of your way and have still have fun, but now we're going to be doing it with all the over your favorite voices of your favorite anime characters. So stay tuned for that and much, much more. So until then, go to talktimelive.com to check out this episode and all of our favorite episodes. You could also go to Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, uh, Pocket Cast, and Pandora as well everywhere you want us to be. So folks, thanks again. And that'll do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and have a great week. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.